0: Progress Racing Presents, show us your tips, Dag and Beaver with you for a midweek preview on a miserly Monday, uh, what is it, Wednesday morning. uh, Wednesday mate. Wednesday morning of a bit of rain around Sydney, but the Kenzo track is still a good four, and uh, we're going to look at a decent enough day's racing there, and then a couple of good horses at Sandown as well. Beaver, how are you travelling? Very well,
1: mate. Yeah, you're right. So a bit uh, cooler today, which is nice, uh, and not as muggy, but uh, yeah, a bit of a wet Wednesday
0: see how we go. And uh, any takeaways from the weekend? I haven't gone back and watched any replays, to be honest. I've been a bit busy. But, uh, yeah, Animo got beat and a few other. I think track had something to do with that more than anything? Yeah, I think, I think we called
1: that out um, in our show that we thought uh, the track and uh, uh, the run uh, in the run uh, might uh, play a part in that. And uh, Animo wasn't able to overcome that. Yeah. Marabi was very good again.
0: Yeah, outstanding. Are there the two you want to follow? Anything else uh, from the earlier races throughout the day?
1: I think so. I think I, I was reading an article and it's, uh, I think it's topical. Uh, Damien Oliver was talking about the, the way that races are being mm. run at the moment and the pace in races. And, um, you know, I've been talking to the Gump for a while now about this and the sectionals are sort of key. Um, and it is a bit of a problem. Uh, with track bias and, and speed in races. And I don't know what uh, racing's going to do about it to try and make it a bit more fair for
0: all and sundry in every race and give the punters a fair crack. Well, you know, the problem is particularly in Sydney where they, the stewards actually give them a speed map. They just get in formation and jiggy jog. Like they yes. don't line up where they're supposed to. And then if they, if one of the, someone takes off, they get called into the stewards. is isn't the answer. Yeah, Just let them have a bit of a free for all and then put it on us to work out who might go
1: forward. Yeah, and then, you know, if they change tactics and everything, everyone, you've got to tell everyone and things like yeah. that, it's, you know, racing needs to be racing and there needs to be um, that element of, uh, you know, punting and risk and reward.
0: Yeah, and then, like, it's up to us to know that, hey, races like that, we've seen Damien Oliver take take control plenty of times. Um, over spring, you know, a couple of times in the blue colours, best of days, I think it was, one of those big spring carnival races where he just went forward and gave nothing else a chance. We saw it again with Rousseau. Like, have faith in those sort of jockeys. You know, Craig knew it's going to, you know, Nash when he gets a chance or Tim Clark. Yeah, I suppose it's up to us to have faith in them. So, But I would be more inclined to do away speed maps and uh, make it more of a free-for-all. I think that is part of the problem. I don't know about Melbourne. I think Willie Pike, when he rode in Melbourne last spring, had the same complaint. He was surprised just how slow all the racing was compared to Perth racing, so North Queensland racing even, so as a full scale thing, I'm not quite sure what the answer is, but I think at least in Sydney, getting rid of speed maps may help, but um, we'll probably debate that long and hard. Uh, well, we just need we
1: just need tracks that, that play fair and some jockeys being allowed to use some initiative to put some pace in the race. It's as simple as that.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um. Well, let's see how Kenzo plays. We're going to have faith that it, it's typical Kenzo, probably on pace early, and hopefully we can make ground by later in the day. Uh, but with the weather around, we'll just see how that is. Uh, it tends to place hold up pretty quick. But we kick off with a short price favourite in the 1,100 metre maiden to start the day. Is that how you're going to start your day?
1: Yes. Um, look, the first looks, you know, you've got a really shorty here and it looks, looks the horse to beat. Um in this
0: affair, but uh, you would be taking some shorts. Yeah, I just noticed actually it's even shorter than last night when I uh, went through this all. But um, yeah, we speak of devil's throat. It's just come back from the magic millions where it was a decent enough run up there. And uh, I think this is definitely its race to lose. Well, are do want to take the $1.50 in some places now, not at all, but um, even money, I'd probably be happy to bet. Race to the 1100 meters for the two year olds. An interesting little race. What have you done here?
1: Yeah, look, I couldn't really. uh, It is an interesting race, but I couldn't really find too much here with any confidence uh, now that there's a little bit of sting out of the track um, in these conditions. Uh, If I was going to have anything here, I'd probably look for the Snowden first starter for Mm. the trialed, okay, Alini. Um, Yeah. And might be at the, the odds, the seven fifty dollars $8 mark, uh, bit of value.
0: Yes, they were well, the two I started looking for Himalayism, who was uh, yeah, a decent enough run behind a, a nice horse, a couple of nice horses, and they boo tried okay since then. It's got the connections for this. The two I sort of came back to is. Uh, Though afterwards was um, yeah Alini that you mentioned and Shintara they might both roll forward the two fillies uh, and the each way prices give you a give you a sight here I think they both trials were good and have showed enough pace where they can give you a sight if you're looking away from the favourite. Race three is a fourteen hundred meter maiden as well where I was happy to spec the first starter here Sandstock I thought trials have been good uh, for Mark Newnham, a bit of a claim for Tom Sherry and these are all fairly enough exposed where and there's a great deal amongst the race brigade. So I'm with uh, Sandstock in race three. What about yourself, Beaver? It's a bit the same
1: uh, looking for the first starter here. I uh, thought it could uh, run well, off the back of its trial. Um, the only other one that I could find a case for was Joani from the Wallace mm, table. Yeah. Um, it was produced first up over 1,400. So not a not Yeah, an interesting distance to start on first up. I thought it ran well and um,
0: natural improvement would see it in the finish year. Yeah, excellent. Race four uh, kicks off the quaddy with a benchmark 72 uh, all the apprentices are uh, riding here. And so essentially my form was pretty much, uh, I went straight to Reese Jones on a last start winner and I think he's probably the best claimer in the race and happy to have something on it each way at around the $5 mark. What were you thinking? I went for
1: always praying uh, yeah. from the O'Shea stable. I liked the way it won at Goulburn last start. And I think sometimes that Goulburn form stands up when they come to town. Uh, So I think it's uh, gets in really at a nice weight here around the 52 and a
0: half lightweight. uh, Hard to beat. Beauty. Uh, Race five is eight hundred metre. Benchmark 72. What have you done here? Uh, Look, didn't didn't have uh, a lot
1: here except that I thought Reggie would um, finish off really well uh, from back in the field at Warwick Farm. First up uh, coming off some interesting Hong Kong form. but So we've seen horses that come from Hong Kong without form and then uh, come to, to Australia in better stables, improve really quickly. Um, this is not a tough affair. So as long as it's not um, too biased up front and they can run on, and hopefully by this time of the day they can, it should be finishing over the top of the, these and winning.
0: Excellent. I, I agree with you. I have read you on top. I was, thought it might be a little bit longer, but... Uh, everything that's done in Australia has been pretty good. The debut run was good. The trials were good before that. And uh, I'm just treating it as a, a fresh horse here in Australia and uh, happy to back it here. Uh, don't have much more to say about the race, apart from good luck to a couple of friends of the show who have shares in DaySan. But uh, Reggie Wood on top for me. 1400 metre benchmark 72 is race number six, where I, I've i got rejoiced on top for Annabelle Nisham, uh, J-Mac, coming off a win uh, saved from the midway on Saturday to race here. And I think this is a winnable race. I don't think there's a great deal of depth here. It only has to get past Mentor Missile, I think, and happy to take that chance. What have you done?
1: Yeah, I've gone for a juice
0: as well. Uh, three wins from four starts is good enough for me
1: in this, in this field. A um, couple of horses here that uh, don't win all that often, but, um, probably just a little bit of a watch on Construct. Now it gets back to this type of company um, where it's been racing in better company, but I'd probably want to see it do a
0: little bit more first. And Rejoice is, is going good. And we wrap up the day of the 1,000 metre benchmark 72. What are you doing to finish off? Yeah, mate, I'm going to, I'm going to settle on the top weight here. Uh, quick tempo. Uh,
1: it won about five in a row prior to its first five starts. and um, in and around sort of Taree, Newcastle, uh, come to Randwick last start and only finished less than a couple of lengths behind Sullivan Impact and Capital Rain. Um, So I think that's still not bad form, even though I finished sixth out of seven in the field. Um, That doesn't doesn't turn me off there. Don't know much about the jockey here, but it does get the three kilo claim, which will help. Um, So I'm gonna stick with quick tempo on top.
0: Tricky race. Uh, I've got Shadow Bridge on top. It was $23 when I did the form coming off trailing outs uh, at Canterbury on a heavy track. Before that was a, a nice enough winner. Had to trial since where it trailed quite well. And uh, the 20s in a race, I didn't have much other idea. I was happy to have a spec on uh, Tom Sherry riding well enough at the moment. The two Newnham horses might be the two to beat there to be honest, but uh, that was why I was finishing today at a bit of odds uh yeah and i'll make it my value for program to do shadow bridge in the last and i'll make my best the day i've struggled a little bit for a best i'm happy to make it Ooh, let's make it sandstock the first starter for new in race three what have you done beaver
1: yeah i've got my best better today. day race six number seven rejoiced mm-hmm. uh, hoping it can can add another win to its uh, bow And my value bet, I've gone for the first starter in race two, number
0: eight, Alini. Very good. Uh, We head down to Lakeside where the track is good. The rail's in the four-meter mark. Looking for probably inside gate non-paces a little bit here, but we'll see how the day plays out. 1,300-meter two-year-old starts the day. I didn't have a great deal of thoughts here apart from I quite like the last trial of Prince of Cairo, but uh, no real convictions here. Anything for you? Uh, Nothing for me here, mate. It was uh, tough going here, um, getting a line on a lot of these first starters. So I thought I'd uh, watch this one and see how the track plays. No problem. Race two is a 1,400 metre maiden with a close to even money favourite who I'm not totally sold on uh, if track pattern was against. Uh, So I was at the time happy to have a spec on Ocean Raider who was about 11 bucks yesterday. It's now i second favourite here. Um, I'll stick solid. Ocean Raider might roll across, get control and have a rail favour. Uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, look,
1: I, I was a little bit worried if, if it was on pace here at Sandown and, and where Healing Game would get to. But I think with that experience under, under its belt, it might sit a little bit closer today. Um, and I think it probably looks at this stage on the... Form exposed, form that it could be the hardest to beat, and uh, yeah, I think it's um,
0: it should be winning. Cool. Race three is a benchmark 64 where are we are uh, for a bit of the rest of the program here. Uh, anything you like?
1: Yeah, look, it's an interesting race because lots of these horses are coming off sort of first and seconds at the, the yeah. last start, so, and nice enough wins um, too, and nice enough wins and nice enough runs. I'm going to stick with marami Express. Uh, I thought its run last start was pretty good. Um, it could have almost won. Again, it sort of uh, got a little bit out of its ground and then finished off quite nicely. It um, does worry me sometimes that uh, these horses that run a lot of placings and, and don't win all that often, but uh, I'm willing to, in this field to give it a um, a better chance and it might just sit off the pace here
0: and just be the strongest at the end. a bit worried about where it Gate 2, I think, gets close enough, but I'm um, starting to rack up a few numbers without a win. Uh, I like the win of Pescara on debut. I think it can roll forward here. And um, happy to do with it, uh, with the map favours, and might be able to put two to, from two together. So I was uh, I was just going away from the favourite, but um, it, was a not, it was an okay run. It just got a bit flat-footed, the favourite, last time, and I didn't want to see something a bit better today. Class one, 1,200 meters is race number four, where I was happy to be with. Uh, no, I'm not. It's been scratched. Disregard. Um, not a lot of thought here because I was going to tip Bo night, but uh, I've just noticed the scratchings. Have you got any?
1: Um, I was going to do the the same, mate. So <laughs> I'm a bit I'm a bit stuck, just like you. Um, yeah, look, if if I had to look at. My main danger that I had to it was uh, Savvy Sovereign, yeah. um, which starts back at Mildura um, when it's maiden quite convincingly and then went to Geelong and backed that up uh, with a pretty good uh, second and sometimes, you know, refresh here um, if it's ready
0: and um, it can and fit, it can run a really good race here. Yeah, now that the, I guess, potential leaders is out uh, side bet and savvy, the two that will roll forward and may have track favours in their pattern there. But, um, yeah, as I said, a little bit little bit messed up now. Uh, 3,000 metres, race five, I passed on this. Uh, anything you like here? Yeah, I like Mr Blackwood. Okay. Um, like spell, uh, just pressing
1: through um, the distances quite nicely, uh, Four hundred, the foot the was <laughs> um, really.
0: benchmark 64 here to shocks seems quite short to me um what do you make of this yeah here to shock is my on top of
1: here uh, gets the service of uh, oliver again today it's it is carrying the 62 and a half but it's been racing in a much better company than this and this is a, a fair few grades lower than than that um back Back this time last year, it was racing at Rose Hill and Randwick against the likes of Mwanga, Um, and even at Flemington against Luna Fox and Cherry Tortoni, finishing less than four lengths off those at a hefty price. Uh, Trolled well at Tatura, uh, before a couple of good runs at Sandown and Flemington last start was pretty good as well. Um, won't get an easier race than this to win a, its it's third race.
0: Um, only five kilos above the limit, so uh, hit a shot on top for me. Yeah, you make a pretty good point. Uh, I'd like to see it win a winner race, though, is uh, my only concern. But uh, definitely no Mwangas here. If um, if I'm looking away, I, it wasn't a great time, but it, I like the win of Bronze Bar first up. Uh, and Mark wrong. maybe he can roll forward and give you a sight. But uh, reluctantly here to shock from Bronze Bar in race six. A little less reluctant in race. Seven, where I have Ocean's Gen on top. I like the fact it's going to roll forward, probably either lead or sit on the jumpback's back uh, and give you quite a nice side off, a nice win at Cranbourne. And there's not a great deal of chases here, I thought. So happy to have Ocean's Gen on top here from the obvious danger in the, the jump back who's a track specialist. What have you done? Yeah, same.
1: Ocean's Gen with the scratchings looks probably one of the better bits of the card. Yeah. Um, Groovy kind of love is out. Um, it just looks to have all the favours here now. And it looks like the, the race is, is only got two chances in it and
0: uh, Ocean Jam looks the best. Excellent. And we close the day with a benchmark 64 over the 1,200 where I struggled a little bit and actually the couple I was liking uh, have been scratched. So small spec on Kirikat uh, coming off a win up uh, fresh up here stable going quite well uh, but no real confidence for me now in the last what have you done fever? yeah i was a little bit the same
1: um didn't really like this race even before the scratchings look if i was if i was forced to have a pick i'd probably just stick with the top weight changing tricks tracks mm-hmm. thought it won well last start and um could if it if it reproduces that might be the hardest to beat here the program racing.com are your best in value yeah, my best comes up in race seven, number 10, Ocean's Gen. Mm-hmm. And my value bet uh, comes up. I'm
0: just trying to find where my value bet was. It uh, was race five, number five, Mr. Blackwood. Great. Uh, I'm with you. My best of the day is Ocean's Gen as well. And I'm going to make the Ocean Park double with the Ocean Raider, the value in race number two, I believe it was. Yes, race two. Uh, anything up north? Uh, mate, I did have a couple up north as I
1: just uh, scrolled through to find them for you. Uh, race three, number six, Trip the Light, around the $5 mark. I think you can run well. Um, moving on to race five, number six, Harlequin Field. Thought it would be super hard to beat. And then my other bet came up in race... Eight, number three Meridian
0: Flash good stuff uh, this has been uh, show us your tips for progroupracing.com do you check out their website as well as subscribe to their email and YouTube channel to get our updates twice a week and Beaver I will see you tomorrow night for a look towards uh, the English Millennium whatever it is day million dollar two year old thingy uh, good punning today yeah. mate and I'll chat to you soon cheers mate